Most of us in the early childhood space are serving others and often feel a sense of struggle when it comes to sales. But really, this is just a struggle with receiving. Oftentimes, we are used to being the caretaker, the helper, the healer. The focus on the well-being of others is our priority. You may not be used to feeling the same level of value when you produce something you need to charge money for. Receiving is not something we're trained naturally to do. And really trusting yourself in sales can bring up things around, am I worth it? Do I get to receive? Do I get to take in money for what I do? And can I be okay with that for me? Today, we are here to say, yes, it is okay. And we can grow our business and sell in a way that feels good, even when it's outside of our comfort zone. And at times it feels completely foreign. Peak. I've spent the past 26 years growing multiple million dollar early childhood businesses. I'm here to help you navigate both the messy and magical seasons of your early childhood business with simple, actionable strategies. It is my goal to make your life a little easier working with our most prized possessions in life. If you're ready to control the chaos, ditch the exhausting overwhelm, and keep the joy, then be sure to join us at kellypeak.com. Welcome to the Early Childhood Business Easy Made Podcast. I am Kelly Peek, your host. And here is one universal truth. Whatever your reason is for wanting to own or operate an early childhood business, whether you want more impact, more success, more freedom, more purpose, more profit, none of it is possible without sales. Sales create impact. They create revenue and as a result, success and profit. They make your mission real for yourself, your team, and the community you serve. Sales are such a crucial part of your journey. I want to share today with you how you can increase your sales without sounding salesy, pushy, or feeling like the natural salesperson most of us are not. So how do we grow our business and sell in a way that feels good even when it's outside of our comfort zone and at times feels completely foreign? As early childhood owners and managers, we see ourselves as natural nurturers, teachers, caregivers, and entrepreneurs versus salespeople. But to continue to grow your business, it is imperative to sell. You must embrace the idea of allowing yourself to embrace the discomfort and pivot your mindset around selling. If you struggle when it comes time to ask for the sale in the inquiry process, then today's Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast episode is for you. We are going to outline the key factors that will help you lose that icky feeling when it comes to talking about money with your prospective families. When it comes to sales in our early childhood businesses, we need to do three things. Number one, develop an an aligned sales process and mindset. Number two, remember the internal dialogue step. And number three, boldly make the offer at the end of the inquire or tour. If you have the mindset that you're not good at selling, then your business could be doomed to fail. It's really that simple. Even if you're the best in town, selling is the lifeblood of any business and without it, your business will quickly wither and die. Now, of course, learning how to sell effectively is no easy task. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. But the fact is that most people are terrible at it. They either don't understand the process or they're too afraid of rejection to go through with it. Either way, they end up losing out on lots of opportunities. And eventually, some of them 
their own businesses fail. Selling absolutely is essential if you want your business to thrive. Without sales, there would be no customers and no revenue. So if you're not willing to put in the effort to learn how to sell in a way that aligns with your ability to feel good about it, then you're not going to be able to grow your business and make a difference in the lives of others. Now, I get it. I too have a heart for serving, not a heart for selling, but it really is as simple as changing your mindset. Now, I remember when I really started to understand that our mindset is what drives how we view our work and our overall selves on a daily basis. And it is what we believe about ourselves that can also impact how we feel about our ability to execute at work. How you feel is how you produce. Creating positive energy will produce positive outcomes. Now, I looked around and I saw the quality classrooms in my boutique preschools. I saw how we were the best party place in town. The attention to detail our team provides is stellar. I began to shift my mindset from families can only afford so much to we are worth every penny. Now, psychology shows that your mindset dictates your emotions, which in turn influences the level and type of actions you take. And it is your actions as you are connecting with your prospective family that can determine whether or not they enroll or book a party. I began to teach myself that I am sharing versus selling, and this really helped me to overcome the discomfort that I was actually selling. I train myself to have more of a healthy mindset that is focused on doing my best work and being optimistic toward sharing. It transformed how I showed up for my team and my prospective families. Not to mention, it also improved how I felt about my overall abilities. And that ripple effect carried over into my interactions with my prospective families. I wanted to help you if you struggle with asking for the sale. We have included on our kellypeak.com website where you will find the information about this episode, a five-step sales script to help you feel more comfortable about selling your services to your prospective families. Now, it is not rocket science. It's actually very, very simple. But these are five really good reminders when you're going through this process. Now, over the years, I have found that when it comes to sales in our early childhood businesses, we need to develop an aligned sales process and mindset. When you are sharing versus selling, you will overcome the discomfort and have an aligned sales process. Building an aligned sales process can be developed over time, especially through consistent practicing and a positive mindset. Just something to keep in mind as you allow yourself the opportunity to share and sell, which you may find that you are already doing. You are a salesperson and you may not even realize it. But having the right sales mindset can open your eyes to what's possible. You will find success in maintaining motivation, staying positive, and being persistent. That perseverance is what drives success. Now, you are the first person or the first touch point for a prospective family. And if their first impression is a good one, they will continue on their journey of learning more about your school or party place to see if it's a good fit for their family. Having a great attitude is how you share about your business. And having a great attitude in how you share about your business will shine through. The prospective family will see and feel the love. 
Having a healthy aligned sales mindset enables you to show up fully present and engage with the prospective families either during an inquiry or on a tour. That's why understanding a customer's needs is so important. Actively listening, just like our teachers do with our students, will gain insight into what the family needs and will allow you to pivot how you share what you're going to share about your business and how it will meet their specific needs. Now, Patty Lennon is a best-selling author who helps women create space for magic in their lives and businesses. She founded the Receiving School to help others open their own receiving energy using a blend of common sense brain science and a dash of magic. She reminds us that a successful sales conversation is not about making the sale. It is the conversation where you and the potential family you're speaking to get clear about exactly what they need. Shifting our mindset from closing the sale or enrolling the family or booking a birthday party to how can I best support this family in this moment? When we do that, we take the salesy out of selling. And if each time you have a sales conversation, you're able to do that, that is success. It is also the process that will start to unlock the fear and shame you might hold inside of yourself around selling. Because every time, you show up in a conversation and focus on helping another person, you strengthen within yourself. You remind yourself that you are a good person in that sales process. This holds up especially true when the end result of the conversation is possibly telling you that it's not going to work out. You possibly have to tell them you are not the best fit and you are looking to offer them resources to meet their needs that are not yours. And yes, that may be going elsewhere, but you are aligned with doing what is best for that family in that moment. This is where the second factor when it comes to sales in our early childhood businesses come in. Patty talks about what she calls the missing step or the silent step in the sales process. It's essentially when you've had a conversation with the prospective family about what they need, where they're going, and where they're at right now, and then you summarize exactly what they need. At that moment, you ask yourself, am I the right person to help them? Is our business the right place for their family? This is where we can feel that ugly knot in our stomach, that feeling that they might think all you want is the money. But let the positive voice inside of you that wants to just be helpful have the power. The message becomes, okay, we only get to have the money when we are the right solution. And we are the right solution, are we or are we not? We need to make a decision. And from there, that dictates the rest of the conversation. And finally, The third factor, boldly make the offer at the end of the inquiry or tour. Again, boldly make the offer and do it at the end. When you're showing up at the end of the sales conversation, this is where you will make the offer. If you are making the offer anywhere earlier in the sales conversation, that doesn't really work because every person that's in the process of buying anything has a trigger in their brain that is trying to get them not to buy it, no matter how much they need it. There is a part in everyone's brain that just doesn't like to spend money. So you want to make sure you don't trip that switch when you're in a conversation with someone. And the reason you want to trip that switch later is because you want to create a safe space for them to explore their needs and find the right solution for themselves. 
making a bold offer. Now, there's two things about this. One, it does take practice. We each have within us a trigger in our brain in the that fight or flight response where we do not want to be seen as a hair, as a horrible used car salesperson. You might think that if you make a bold offer, the prospective family is going to think you're a cheesy salesperson and they're going to reject you. And we do not want to get rejected. And because we believe that rejection is the worst thing that can happen to us, we often try to avoid it because we're scared of it and what it would feel like when we're rejected. The second piece of that oftentimes is pulled back because we tend to want to take care of the other person. So we choose not to be bold in our offer so we're not making them feel bad or awkward if they have to say no. But if you had to add this step, if you had finalized that second step we talked about, the silent step, the one we discussed earlier, step two, where you really do check in with yourself, if you added that step, then you've decided what is right for them. You've decided at this point, you either are or you're not the right option. And when you do, you're spending just as much time, care, and energy helping them leave the sales conversation to go find a different option. It is that one little step, that silent step, that starts to reimagine for you what your role is. And that role is as an advocate for your business. This allows you to step in to being more bold during that offer. The more you spend time in that advocate role, when you get to the point where you're making an offer, the money will stop having so much meaning for you because you're going to see that what they're buying and what you're selling is really going to save them time, money, energy, stress. It is truly fitting their specific goals. And you want to advocate for their success, right? You want them to really understand that from a very pure, giving, and helpful place, you are the best choice. Now, we've discussed the importance of building your aligned sales process and mindset, why this self-awareness is critical in the sales growth of your early childhood business, and how to leverage your mindset to find more opportunities to grow revenues. However, the key to building a better mindset is rooted both in the intentions you set for yourself and also in putting these principles into practice. Now, in this podcast, I've shared some strategies about an aligned sales process, and chances are you have more questions related to feeling good about the selling process. I wanted to remind you about that resource, the five-step sales scripts that I put together. You can find it at kellypeak.com. We hope that this episode brought you a fresh new perspective on the importance of putting a little time and effort for a bigger payoff in the end when you adopt more of an aligned mindset around asking for money in your early childhood business, you're nurturing your families, yourself, and your business. You will be spending less time on the small details and daily tasks. You can spend more time doing the things you truly enjoy, focusing on the things that really matter, your top priorities, your key relationships, your most important projects all the things that will bring you more joy and your business more success. Now, be sure to get on our email list so we can send you more information about our Shine membership for early childhood business owners and managers that just opened. We give early childhood business owners and managers the operational strategies and tools they need to grow their profitable business with more joy, confidence, clarity, and less overwhelm. Take care and have a great week. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. 
are you ready to take your early childhood business to the next level? Then head over to kellypeak.com to join a community of other early childhood professionals who are ditching the chaos and the overwhelm and creating a business they love. I can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.